Georgia Gert, bitch, he made this shit. Hey everybody, welcome to the Bad Things Podcast. This is your host, Dorian Brown. Uh, Just to explain a little bit about the podcast, this is dedicated to sports and just about anything that I find funny going on in the news or even me sharing a funny story with you about something that's happened to me in the past or anything that's going on presently in my life. So... I just want to start off today's June 11th, and this to me is the one of the saddest weeks of every year. It's the first week in summer where there's no basketball or football going on, and I don't know how people feel about baseball, but personally, I'm a fan of all sports, but personally, baseball is not aesthetically pleasing to watch anymore just because analytics has kind of destroyed the game in my eyes personally. Um, Everything's about the long ball and everybody talks about chicks dig the long ball. Well, it doesn't feel good to watch a game where you're seeing about three home runs and that's from both sides put together. And then I'm watching about 40 strikeouts from each side. So Personally, not interested in watching baseball this year. Not to mention my team is the Baltimore Orioles. I'm originally from Baltimore. And, uh, you know, it's just sad watching this team. Since I was a child, uh, my grandfather took me to my first Orioles game. He's a diehard Orioles fan. And he told me from the beginning, like, if you're going to fall in love with this team, be, be prepared to be sad. And I think I went from a time of seeing the Orioles be decent in the 90s up until I was about maybe eight or nine years old. And then they weren't good again until I was about 27. So, and they're on the downslope right now. Uh, Haven't watched one game this season. Haven't been interested in watching a game. It's personally been kind of sad because it's like every year I know exactly what's going to happen. And it's like whether you got good hitters or not, the pitching's going to be terrible. And then personally, to me, this year is even sadder because uh, our best player, Manny Machado, third baseman, if you never got a chance to watch this guy play, um, I suggest you do. Probably one, I would say, top two, third baseman, even even number one. I honestly couldn't tell you who's as good as him or who's right behind him playing third base. But personally, not interested in watching this. Probably his last season with the Orioles. This is, has been a age-old thing with them and the Yankees. Being that baseball is a non-salary cap sport, meaning that if you live in a market that has the money to pay a player whatever they want, the Yankees in particular, then that's what's you're probably going to lose your player if they're interested in making more money and winning championships. And I, I mean, I can't blame the guy if he does leave. I think he did enjoy playing in Baltimore, but uh, 
If he leaves, I, I can't blame him. So, and I'm pretty sure the Orioles won't even leave him the choice of making that decision next year. They'll probably ship him out before the trade deadline of this year, because that's generally what they do with their best players. They usually just uh, move them, try to get prospects. And I mean, it's understandable if you're not generating enough revenue to keep a guy around, or you, you can't afford to keep a guy around, then that's what you have to do as a team. It's a business. Um, but anyways, back to basketball. Well, not bad. I, I want to start with basketball. And I know the one thing on everybody's mind right now is LeBron James. Uh, what is he going to do this summer? Uh, just got swept in the finals by the Golden State Warriors. Uh, uh, to me, a historic franchise as far as this time they're playing in, they're probably going they're well, not probably. They're they're considered a dynasty. You won three championships in four years. Probably should have been four in four years if Draymond doesn't get thrown out of uh, game four and, you know, gets suspended. Well, not game four, game five and gets suspended. And then they had to play a game seven. Uh, yeah, that was that was tough for me to watch. Personally, because I don't think you should throw out star players in the playoffs, not considering what happened. Uh, you want to see everybody play. If they're healthy, you want to have all the stars out there. Let these guys battle it out on the court, but getting off topic. LeBron James this summer, um, what is he going to do? Is he going to come back to Cleveland? Is he going to leave and go somewhere else? Is he going to team up with Chris Paul and James Harden in Houston, is he going to go play for the Lakers and start a, a new legacy there? Well, personally, uh, I, I'm not sure what LeBron's going to do. I don't think anybody knows what LeBron is going to do. Um, you know, he has a lot of options. A lot of people assume he's just going to leave Cleveland. Personally, in my own opinion, being that, Saying what he has done before in free agency, I mean, he left Cleveland one time to pursue a championship in Miami with uh, Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, uh, two potential Hall of Famers. Uh, more than likely, they're both going to make the Hall of Fame, as well as LeBron. But, um, I mean, that was him trying to attain that elusive championship to be considered one of the greats. And, you know, he... They got it. They won back-to-back championships. And then he decided to leave to go back to Cleveland to bring a championship there. I mean, that franchise hadn't won anything in, I don't know, like 50-plus years. And he did that in 2016. And now we're in 2018. And, you know, he has a player option to stay with the team another year. So that gives him more time to buy to see whether he can get someone in there or not. But uh, their team currently has the highest salary out of any team in the league. And they don't really have any room to to trade because a lot of guys that they have, their stock has plummeted in the league. So it's not too many people checking for uh, J.R. Smith now, who's probably closer to the end of his career than, you know, in the beginning, it was prime. Um, you got George Hill. He's closer to ending his career than going forward. That guy's making 
18 million next year, and the year after that, 19 million. I don't think anybody wants to pay him that. That's why I believe he was in Sacramento in the first place before the Cavs traded for him this year. Because, I mean, who wants to pay that for, you know, somebody who's not been proven to even be in the top 10 of point guards? Not In my opinion, he's not a top 10 point guard. I know, personally, I wouldn't want to pay him that. Um, got Tristan Thompson, this guy. He's a good offensive rebounder, but, I mean, other than that, I, I couldn't tell you what else he's really good for. I mean, he can get the offensive rebound and put the ball back up. He's good at getting second-chance points, but it's not really a – He's not a top guy. Uh, Jeff Green, he's on a one-year deal. Probably won't bring him back unless LeBron does leave. Uh, Kyle Corver's close to the end of his career. So, I mean, I really don't see why, other than LeBron wanting to stay because his family wants to stay there and he wants to stay there. And, you know, he doesn't want to leave because I believe if he does leave, it's going to be deja vu all over again. I mean, nobody's going to care that he brought a championship in there in 2016. The society we live is we live in today is a uh, what have you done for me lately society. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure no matter what he does, if any decision is to leave, people are going to, you know, bash him, hate him, burn his jersey, which they really shouldn't do. I mean, the guy's given everything. If you watch this past season and if you pay attention to basketball, and I'm not just talking about watching a, uh, a game here and there. I'm talking about wa- watching and vividly, uh, well, not vividly, avidly watching every single day and paying attention to what's going on. I mean, the guy gave everything he had to the franchise. 82 games this year, something he's never done before. And then he played every game in the playoffs. I mean, I don't know what more you want from the guy, but uh, I mean, I understand. That's just how fans are. People are irrational. They, uh, they're going to react however they want to react, but they're not going to look at things from the, your perspective. They're not going to put themselves in your shoes. I mean, if I'm LeBron and I know I'm going to get the max anywhere, personally, if I'm not getting along with my owner, which we all know he has a what he says is a working relationship with Dan Gilbert, um, I'm, I'm going to look at other options and really, you know, think about whether it's worth me leaving and trying to win somewhere else, then stay somewhere and be stagnant and potentially not even get back to the finals. Because, I mean, I don't think he wants to do what he did last year again next year. So I could see him leaving and starting something somewhere else and, you know, it's all about location as well. A lot of guys who are making hundred, you know, you got these players that's making hundred and fifty plus million. These guys don't want to go make that in Cleveland when they can go to L.A. Whether you're playing for the Lakers or the Clippers, I mean, you're in L.A. So why not go there instead of go to Cleveland? I mean, LeBron's getting older, and I think a lot of the newer generation of players. These guys are, you know, they'll take the money and play somewhere and be okay with that. A lot of people aren't interested in winning. Some people are okay with just getting paid. It's a job. End of the day, it's a job. And that's for everybody. It's a job. So, 
you know, you're going to do whatever you got to do to keep your job. So, you know, if you're somewhere like L.A., uh, Houston, Philadelphia, any of the big cities, you're going to you're going to stay there and get paid, especially the way the salary cap set up now. You're going to make more money by staying with your original team that you're with instead of leaving, you know, if you want to get a max deal. If you're averaging 20 points, 10 assists, or 10 rebounds, and you're in Atlanta, you're going to stay in Atlanta to get a max deal to get 200-plus instead of leaving and going somewhere else, even though your team might not be the best. Because not everybody cares about winning. Some people just want to get paid. But, um, I mean, I can't tell you what LeBron's going to do. I know personally, in my own opinion, if I'm him, I mean, the guy has two homes in L.A. Uh, we know he's he's big in the business. And, you know, he's a household name. He's He's one of the most polarizing figures in sports today. Probably number one. Or number two, if you want to uh, count someone like Floyd Mayweather. But, um, I mean, if I'm LeBron, I mean, I, I can't see why he wouldn't want to go to L.A. and join the Lakers. I mean, it's a historic franchise. Uh, I don't think he wouldn't mind being the guy to bring the 17th championship there, tying it up with the Celtics. And, um, you know, you they have... They have cap space. You got a guy in Paul George who says he wants to go to the Lakers. And I think if you bring LeBron there, you could kind of persuade Paul George to go there. I mean, what is Paul George going to do? Is he going to go back to OKC? I mean, you just had probably, not not statistically wise, not a bad year, but, you know, you got put out in the first round. You were doing that in Indiana. And OKC... It's closer to being like in Indiana than it is being in L.A. He's from California. He wants to play for his hometown team. I don't see why you wouldn't go to L.A. But, um, yeah, I think the Lakers probably be his best option. I mean, they're even talking about now that Chris Paul might leave and join him in L.A. And, I mean, if you can keep Chris Paul healthy, that's good. But, I mean, where that leave you with the rest of your team? I'm pretty sure the Lakers, they're saying that everybody's up to be traded. But I'm pretty sure they'd rather keep a guy in Kyle Kuzma than to trade him away. I think Kyle Kuzma would be a great guy to play with LeBron, considering he can score. He has three ball. He can get to the basket if you need him to. He can create his own shot. Uh, if anything, I would see them moving Lonzo Ball just because, I mean, if you can get LeBron and if you can get Chris Paul in there, uh, you really don't need Lonzo Ball anymore. I mean, we know he can pass. And he's not the greatest shooter. He has a weird shot. I mean, guys were leaving him open to shoot. And, yeah, he progressed as the year went on. But, I mean, if you got Chris Paul, you don't need, you don't need him. Chris Paul has... Been playing this game over a decade. He has the basketball IQ. You can trade Lonzo Ball and try to bring in, you know, trade Lonzo Ball, have Chris Paul, LeBron, Paul George, and uh, 
hold on to Kuzma, maybe trade uh, Brandon Ingram, or let OKC sign Paul George. If they want to try to get something for him, go ahead and trade Brandon Ingram to them. And um, I think that's probably your best bet if, yeah, LeBron. I, I don't see him going to Philly with all the controversy with them. You know, they just had this huge scandal with their GM, Brian Colangelo. Guy has burned their Twitter accounts. Um, and we're not just talking about like one, two accounts. We're talking about five accounts. That's not including his own personal account. And then he, his wife comes out and says they were her accounts. But um, I don't really believe that personally. I mean, she had, you know, information that only him and a few front office people would know. And even if he is sharing that with him, I mean, the information that she's speaking of, that's like something she would really have to remember. I don't think she would really remember that stuff. If anything, I think he just asked her to take the fall for him. But, uh, I mean, if that's your relationship, that's somebody you love, if you're willing to do that for him to keep that job, I, I can understand why she would take the fall for him. But personally, I think that, you know, he did it. Not to mention... He admitted to having one of the accounts. So why wouldn't he have the other ones? I mean, she can say that she had them, and people can say that they believe that she had those accounts. But I mean, when they uh when the ringer went to the sisters and said they were putting out this report, you know, they didn't name all the accounts. And they said as soon as they told them about the two accounts, the other three accounts went private. So I don't think Brian Colangelo called his wife and was like, oh, they're investigating me for, uh, or this story's about to come out with me in these Twitter accounts. And then she just goes and makes them private. I mean, it just sounds too convenient. I'm pretty sure he, the, the accounts were his and he did them. I, I don't, and I know they got rid of them, but still, I don't see why LeBron would make the move to go to Philadelphia. And you, you got to think about dealing with personalities. I don't know if I know LeBron is close with Ben Simmons. He's saying Ben Simmons is the next one up after him. But I don't know how he feels about Joel Embiid. I know Embiid is a polarizing figure. He's somebody who can rub guys the wrong way. We, you've seen that in numerous games in the season. Uh, different players from different teams, they don't like this guy. So I don't see LeBron putting up with his antics. And that's also the same thing I feel about with the Lakers. I mean, Lonzo Ball doesn't have antics, but you got to deal with LeVar Ball. And I don't see the Lakers putting up with having Lonzo around. They know LeVar's going to make things hard for him. Especially, you know, they play a game, uh, Lonzo does terrible, and then LeVar's out there bashing LeBron, talking about, oh, LeBron needs to get my son the ball. Not going to be dealing with that. Not, not when you're the best player in the world. Nobody... Nobody's gonna put up with that. They'll they'll send uh Lonzo over there to Lithuania. I know LeVar doesn't have a relationship with those guys, but I'm saying LeBron has the power to send Lonzo to Lithuania. Cause, you know, it's LeBron, number one player in the league. But um, I mean, that's really all I got to say on that. 
situation. We'll find out July 1st. Well, probably not July 1st. LeBron probably will drag this out a little bit, kind of like 2010. But I think this is probably bigger than 2010 decision. You know, that was that was huge because that was him going into the unknown. He didn't know how people were going to feel about him when he left. You know, he I, don't, I know for a fact he didn't expect the backlash that he did when he left Cleveland to go to Miami. But, I mean, this is the third time he's entering free agency. And, you know, he kind of knows what to expect. And it's also different because he has to consider his family in the situation. But uh, I don't see why he wouldn't go to L.A. You got two houses there. Uh, your kids play AAU basketball out there. Um, I mean, it's L.A. and then there's Cleveland. To me, it's not a hard choice, but I know how it is. When you leave your hometown, you know, you want you kind of want to go back there if you can. If it's economically feasible for you to live a great life in your hometown, more than likely you're going to do it, no matter what the circumstances are. So, I mean, but uh, on to another topic. All right, so I want to get into the Golden State Warriors. Uh, congrats to them on... Another great run, winning another championship. I know this year, a lot of people probably thought they were on a, I don't want to say the decline. They they were looking real shaky because the Rockets look really good. But, um, you know, Chris Paul goes down. It's the Rockets of last year. And James Harden's been kind of known for collapsing and getting tired and just kind of giving up. I don't think he gave up. This year in Game 7, I just think you didn't have any help. I mean, your team, including yourself, you guys missed 27 consecutive free throws. NBA postseason record, I mean, hey, go to the fucking basket and get a layup. I mean, geez, shoot a mid-range, anything. I get it. You guys are built off of iso ball and shooting the three, but I mean, I mean, damn, how many times you got to miss a fucking three to figure out then maybe, hey, maybe I should try to get myself warmed up, make a layup here to drive to the basket. I mean, damn. But um, anyway, like I said, congrats to the Warriors. Uh, a story that I saw that was funny this week, well, in the past couple of days, was that Nick Young, uh, Swaggy P, known by most, uh, he uh, they <laughs> he actually had a funny comment speaking on now that he's a champion. He said that uh, he went from a year ago getting ratted on to now being a champion. And uh, his ex-fiance, Iggy Azalea, if you don't know the story, uh, Swaggy P used to be on the Lakers and he played with a guy who also, uh, also was on the Lakers at the time, current Brooklyn Net, D'Angelo Russell, and they were on the road, I'm guessing. They were at a hotel. And DeAndre Russell was recording Swaggy P on Snapchat, asking him about his uh, indiscretions with women other than Iggy. And he posted it to Snapchat. I mean, I don't know what's going on with these kids. I'm an 80s baby. Uh, I guess that's that's like some new 90s shit. Um. 
Yeah. So, yeah, he recorded it and posted the Snapchat, their conversation, without Swaggy knowing. And Iggy Azalea, as well as the rest of the world, got to see him talk about all the women he's been with. So, yeah, that uh, ended their relationship. So, yeah, Swaggy made these comments, and Iggy Azalea felt some type of way about it. So she responded by saying that Nick Young basically needs to shut the fuck up talking about that situation, it's not cute, it's not funny, and he needs to basically keep her name out of his mouth. Well, my the way I saw this was, I mean, I think this is just her being a little uh, soft, and she probably needs to su- shut that soft shit up, uh, being a little tender. I don't think Swaggy meant that as any type of disrespect to her at all. I think, if anything, he's clowning himself and throwing shots at D'Angelo Russell for being a rat. But, um, I don't know. I, people take things too personal. She probably still feels some type of way about that situation. I'm pretty sure, you know, she, she has some strong feelings for the guy, but um, I don't know. It's kind of hard when you go from, I mean, women... I mean, guys, we love hard, but I know women, y'all kind of like, like y'all love, y'all love guys, but y'all don't really love us. Like y'all don't, like if you're a regular dude and you with your girl, I mean, probably like 50% of your women, the the guys out here that are with women, your, your woman doesn't even know what the fuck you do for a living. Like that's, it, hey, it sounds harsh, but it's, it's the guy's honest truth. Women don't really, they ain't really paying attention to what the fuck we doing. Like, they don't really care. So, when you love them, you do something wrong, they they going to shit on you. And that's basically what happened. I, you know, as a guy, most of us, you know, if some shit like that happens, as long as you're, you're not like one of these fucking crazy motherfuckers out here that's like stalking chicks. Most of the time, you know, you break up with your girl, you might feel some type of way about it, but you move on. Or you try to get her back, but women, yeah, women are completely different in these situations. You know, if you're the one getting cheated on, yeah, you got the right to be upset. But I mean, damn, this is this situation is like a year old, almost two years old, I think. And they get a reaction like that. She, I don't, I'm not gonna say and say she probably still love him, but I definitely know for a fact she probably hate his ass, and it's probably because she does feel some type of way about the situation and she probably does have some type of feelings for him but geez man I was I don't know I wonder how D'Angelo Russell feels about being known as the rat of the NBA I mean that's that's how I see it dude's just gonna be a rat the rest of his career like I'm pretty sure motherfuckers like in the locker room with him they're like hiding their phone they got that shit locked away somewhere then they're not trying to. They, they 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 see him with his phone. They go out the room. They don't know if they getting record voice recorded, video camera or what. But um, I don't know. That's definitely something get gets really hard to bounce back from. I don't know. That's that's like some new shit with this this younger generation. They they putting every they putting everything on the fucking record. Like motherfuckers snitch on themselves now. By recording everything. You see that on World Star and everything else in social media. Me personally, 
I mean, you go to my Instagram. I, I post. I think I post a, pi- a picture of myself on there, like maybe two pictures once a year. You gotta like search my shit just to even see what I look like because I'm not. I'm not out here recording everything I'm doing. Not taking pictures of everything. If I'm doing some some cool shit, some shit I want to share, then yeah, then I might put it in my story. But you see it if you if you catch it that day. Good for you. If you don't catch it, then you just miss out on that shit. But um, yeah, I I just thought that was funny. <laughs> He's. He said, I went from getting ratted on to now I'm a champion. Hey, congratulations. Not everybody gets to be a champion. So, and for my last topic today, going to speak on boxing. I know a lot of people aren't big into boxing. Personally, boxing is one of my favorite sports. It's, it's one sport where it's not all about your power. It's not all about your speed. You got to have some real good dexterity. You got to really be coordinated to be a great boxer. But um, the greats, they have speed. And the, the greatest of all time, those guys have speed and power. And um, the thing I want to talk about is the Triple G Canelo uh, non-fight that's happening now. Uh, De La Hoya, Oscar De La Hoya announced earlier this week that they won't fight because Triple G doesn't want to budge off of the 50% split he believes he's entitled to and I think he deserves. And uh I don't I don't get it. I feel like I feel like uh Golden Boy is being greedy. I mean your fighter Canelo Alvarez, the dude failed a drug test. Uh he really lost the first fight. I mean no ifs, ands, and buts about it. Boxing can be a little dirty, a little corrupt when it comes to these officials. Um, most people will tell you that. And uh, I don't think you can believe what every judge puts on the cards because I think that they're getting paid just like everybody else, promoters, managers. These guys want to get paid. So I, I, I get it. You're going to make a draw so these guys can fight again. But if anything... Uh, Triple G, Golovkin, he's done everything he's supposed to do. The guy, had, well, he was prepared to fight May 5th. Didn't happen because Canelo tested. I don't even know how you can do this. So you're making millions of dollars, but you're going to, uh, what restaurants are you going to or where, what's, what market are you going to in Mexico where you're buying tainted beef? Like, come on, man. You 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 you, it, you you telling me the uh the meat guy who drives around the neighborhood you buying meat from him that's who you getting your meat from because I I don't get it you're a millionaire you're talking about you eating tainted beef come on guys obviously using uh drugs that they know it's not supposed to use and I mean you you can look at pictures of Canelo. Over the last three years, the guy's biggest shit, but he weighs, he's in the same weight class. Look at when Canelo fought Floyd and look at Canelo now. It's fucking ridiculous. Dude's cut up. He looks like uh, Rocky from Rocky 3 from Rocky 1. Like, dude's cut the fuck up. And 
you, but this is like, we're talking about him doing this in like two years. Shit's impossible without drugs. And I know some people who work out, you're probably saying, like, it's not impossible if you dedicate. No. This guy's obviously using fucking drugs. So, I mean, 50-50, I feel like that's that's more than reasonable. It's more than fair. If, you know, you're not going to make any, you're not going to make more money having Canelo fight Danny Jacobs, even though Danny Jacobs is a great fighter, one of my, one of my favorites to watch. You're not going to make more by having Danny Jacobs fight Canelo. I mean, Danny Jacobs fought Triple G, and I felt like Danny Jacobs should have won that fight or at least been a draw. I mean, he, he he lost because he went down early in the fight. But uh, I felt like it was a really it was a really uh, close fight. If he wouldn't have went down, I would have actually gave him the edge to beat Triple G. But um, he he doesn't have that household name that people know, unless you you're avid uh, boxing watcher. So I I can't see how Canelo uh, Jacobs is going to be bigger than Triple G and Canelo. So honestly, I think De La Hoya, he's just trying to uh, he's trying to muscle those guys and force them to take a lower percentage. But um, honestly, I mean, I saw what I wanted to see from the first fight. You know, I already know who should have won that fight. I'm not super excited to see uh, Triple G Canelo too. It's honestly a lot of great up and coming boxing talent that I'd rather see fight either one of those guys, that's probably not going to happen. Uh, you got the Charlo twins, um, Earl Spence, Keith Thurman is a great fighter, but he's probably going to end up being retired. That dude's had not fought in almost two years now, got injured, but uh, he, he was great. And uh, Bud Crawford, he just fought this past weekend, um, fought... <laughs> Uh, Joe Horn's bum ass, the guy who beat Manny Pacquiao last year in that controversial uh, judgment in Australia. Uh, yeah, the the uh, Horn, aka the Hornet, not even in the same class as Terence Crawford. Terence Crawford is amazing. If you haven't wa- watched him fight, go check him out. Dude's probably, he's a special fighter. He's like the He's like Floyd, doesn't get hit, uh, can box orthodox or southpaw, really great fighter. Um, I would I would like to see any of these guys, any of the guys I just named, any of them. Oh, how can I forget? Uh, Billy Joe Saunders, but uh, he keeps getting hurt, but he's great too. He's a great technical fighter. I'd like to see any of these guys fight either, either one, uh, Triple G or Canelo, but uh, boxing is so political. Everything's about whether you fight under top rank or if you fight for Al Heyman under, and that's you know that's two different networks. You got HBO, Showtime. These guys, you could barely get Floyd and Pacquiao to the uh, the fight just because it was like they, the TV didn't want to split the money. So. You probably won't see Canelo or Triple G fight uh, anybody who's up and coming. Dane Jacobs is the next guy to get a shot. He He's fought Triple G before, so if he fights Canelo, I think it'd be a good fight. 
But um, I got more faith in Jacobs to beat Canelo. So I'm calling it right now. If anybody's uh, in the betting, I like the sports bet. Probably lose more than I win sometimes. But when I win, I win big. I, I when I when I lose, those are the shaky ones that I'm not always uh, for sure on. But for for sure bets, oh yeah. And I, I can say, dang Jacob, I, I want to say that's a for sure bet that I think he can beat Canelo. But Canelo, I he I and I ain't seen nobody and nobody's put him down. Only person he's ever lost to is Floyd. And you can't really count Floyd fights because most guys who fight Floyd, you know, if they don't go, if they don't get knocked out, then you know you don't really hold it against them because it's Floyd. Floyd's an all-time great, probably one of the greatest to ever do it. So um, I don't see Danny Jacobs knocking him out, but I can see him outboxing Canelo. Canelo's a counter. He, they're both kind. Of, I would say Jacobs is more technical. Canelo's a counter puncher. So, and Dane Jacobs isn't going to be just throwing anything wild at him. He's not going to pull a James Kirkland in there and just be swinging for the fences and then get knocked out. Nah. So, but, um, yeah, if if I was betting, depending on what the odds are, I'd probably put my money on Jacobs to win. But you just, the only bad thing about it is they'll probably go all 12. And you, you, can't, you can't put your money in the judges' hands. I tell you that. Because they... They ain't gonna do you justice depending on what the name is. It's all about the names. That's the name of the game. If you got naming fighting, you're probably gonna win unless you get knocked the fuck out. So, but uh, I'm gonna go ahead and end this podcast on that. Uh, appreciate you checking it out. Uh, probably be doing this at least once, maybe twice a week. Just trying this out, just to you know, just testing it out. See if anybody's interested. Uh, if you want to hear about a certain topic, feel free to write me on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, Bad Things Man. That's my IG. Bad Things Man. All one word. Uh, you can comment there. Send me a DM. If you uh, have a topic you want me to talk about, feel free to send me questions. Uh, hope everybody... Enjoys the rest of their week. I'm signing off. Thanks for checking it out.